when I am constantly trying to get it right and do it right and thinking I have to be this way, I have to act this way, I have to be the best, I have to compete. What we're doing is we're sitting in a low vibration that says who I am is not enough. So therefore we're sitting in, a sh in either guilt or shame, which are the two lowest vibrations. Have you asked yourself, am I enough? You might doubt yourself thinking that you're not worthy of what you're doing or who are you at the moment? We all go through this. We end up stressing ourselves out that we need to work harder to make ourselves valued and qualified. In the end, we make things worse because we're in a constant struggle to win in life. Today, Tara Britt shares with us how she learned to give value to herself. Join us in this episode on how her worthiness changed her views in life. This is the podcast where ambitious and busy healthcare leaders come to build peak performance. If your play is always full, this show will help you to gain 10 hours back per week. I'm your host, Sabrina Rombach, a cardiothoracic surgery PA and an expert in neuroscience, psychology, and public health. Five years ago, I was in your shoes, working 80 plus hours a week, putting out fires every day, and my to-do list never ended. If that's the way you are working now, you know this is not sustainable. I'm here to tell you there is a better way. I knew I had to get my life back, so I dived deep into the researches of mental fitness and productivity. After implementing the right strategies, I cut my clinical hours by 30% and increased my profit by 50%. This podcast contains stories of how I did that and how other healthcare experts are doing it too. Together, we'll share with you how you can get your life back. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Thanks for coming back for another episode of the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professional Podcast. And today we have our Miss Terry Brett here. And you will have to be super, super annoyed if you're not listening to this episode because we're talking about what is your worthiness quotient. Hmm, you might dream, what the heck is that? Right? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, I heard a lot about IQs and now everybody's talking about EQs, right? And then, you know, I talk about a lot of um, PQs, the positive intelligence, Right. And then what is the worthiness quotient? So Miss Terry used to be a Mrs. USA. And Miss USA. Miss USA. <laughs> That's a separate. Uh, is a spiritual coach and she's an intuitive healer. And she is the founder of Women Leaders of Love Global Community. She is the author of several books, including her award-winning one called The Enlightened Mom, a mother's guide for bringing peace, love, and light to your family's life. Now, Terry has been seen and heard on many different stages, uh, radios, television, shows, and she shared a stage with some of tremendous leaders out there like Dr. Jiang Gray, um, Jack Canfield, and she's a wife, a mom, a stepmom, 
uh, Nana, an inspirational speaker and a former TV host of the Movie Time, now known as Eat Channel. So, wow. Right for someone who has done so much and being here with us for the healthcare community to talk about worthiness. Right, it's not just about we're chasing all these degrees, many years of training just to serve someone, but it's not just about giving, policing, serving. But what is our true worth? Can't wait to have this discussion today. Hi, Terry. Hey, thank you for having me, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely know our listeners are going to be like, "What the heck is worthiness quotient? How did you come up with that? You done so much, right? In your yeah. journey with your professions, being in the PR world, being in someone who's in the spotlight, and how did it all formed into what you're doing right now?" Well, it's interesting. Even as a former Miss USA, not Mrs. That's I was single. <laughs> um, but when I was one Miss USA, I really couldn't receive that title. That night, I actually considered giving it back because I was so concerned about my boyfriend who was sitting in the audience. I was going to be shipped to New York. He was going to be left behind in Arkansas. So all I could think of was him. I could not receive it. And that's what your worthiness is, is how open you are to receiving love, nurturing, and support simply for who you were created to be. And it was a divine download, okay? Because I'm a spiritual coach. And one of the things that I teach and and live my life on a daily basis is sitting down and getting guidance. And so what I was shown is that your worthiness quotient is based in the vibration you hold. So a lot of people say, I'm worthy, I'm worthy of this, I'm worthy of that, right? But then what they see is their life feels hard or they feel something's missing. Maybe their relationships aren't working. Maybe their career is stifled and they can't break through their glass ceilings. So what's happening is they're emitting a vibration that is drawing this to them. The law of vibration says that what your thoughts create feelings and your feelings create a vibration and that whatever vibration you're emitting is what you're going to draw to you. So you can be saying, I'm worthy, but yet your thoughts, your subconscious mind, which runs 95% of your life may have beliefs that say, no, I'm not worthy or I'm bad, or maybe we're really wanting to break free in our, in our work. And yet we have guilt and shame that's hidden inside of us. And we don't even realize that it's creating a barrier of not allowing us to break free because there's we're not we're not in alignment. There's a part of us that says break free, go shine your light, and the other part of us says no, hide. It's scary out there, right? And so we we have this conflict inside, and that vibration sends out a message, and then we attract the energy to us. So if you're trying to break through your glass ceilings at work and you're not doing it, and you're doing everything in your life that you can possibly do to break through the glass ceilings. Then you have to go within and you have to say, okay, where is my worthiness? What is my outer world showing me about myself? So I teach what I had to learn. Okay. It's even though I won Miss USA, you know, I was able to attract something to me. I talked about drinking beer and dipping skull in the back of a pickup truck in my top 12, which was not typical Miss USA. Okay. But I won. And then I wanted to give it back to them because I felt so guilty. And then here's what's interesting. By the end of the year, all my money and that I had won, I'd won 150000 in cash and prizes. The cash I'd given to my dad to invest, he lost all of it. So the vibration that I was emitting was that, yeah, I may have won this, but 
I can't keep it. I can't receive it. So think about how we do that in our lives and our careers and how this lack of receiving affects us, affects our health. I mean, think about that. I mean, think about when the people that are struggling on a day-to-day basis and just trying to stay ahead and they're living on that hamster wheel, right? What they're doing is they're performing. They're saying, I have to get it right and do it right to win at life. And these beliefs create so much stress in our bodies. It affects our cortisol levels. It makes us sick, right? And what happens is, is we stay on the hamster wheel because we're performing saying who I am is not enough. Think about that. Who I am is not enough. When I am constantly trying to get it right and do it right and thinking I have to be this way, I have to act this way, I have to be the best, I have to compete. What we're doing is we're sitting in a low vibration that says who I am is not enough. So therefore we're sitting in in either guilt or shame, which are the two lowest vibrations. And if we're sitting in those two low vibrations, then we're going to attract things to us that feel like punishment. But here's the deal. To break through and to shift that, you have to stop the performance. You have to, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's at work or whatever it is, if you're doing what you think you should be doing rather than standing in your truth, you're performing. And when you perform, again, you're coming from a low worthiness question. So we want to shift that. We want to start loving and nurturing ourselves and treating ourselves as if we matter, really going within the subconscious mind to look at the beliefs that tell us we're wrong for being who we are, that we have to perform. And by shifting those beliefs, then we start feeling as if we matter. We feel seen, heard, and valued. And now we're open to receive because we feel worthy. So that's my mission is to get people out of lack and pain and suffering and into a state of receptivity so that we, you know, there's no more you against me. It's like, wow, I'm worthy and you're worthy too. And there's no competition. Let's celebrate each other and our uniqueness. Let's stand in our truth. And in that truth, we're both worthy. And now we can both thrive instead of suffer. It's such a great point about we're not competing with anybody else. And then especially in medicine, the school, the way that we're trained is all about competition. It's oh, about really? ranking system. And oh. then you become wanting to one-up yourself. Even you come out of that academia because it's a chasing by titles. Uh, who's the chief of staff? Is chief of department? How many publications are you going for? Oh, are you making this revenue? Should you be working at a higher level? And who are you? Uh, oh, they didn't give me this title Right. And like you thinking and then you think about, oh, uh, should I be paid extra because my value, my time devoted to these patients? And then on the flip side, just like you're saying, if we're always in the performing competing side, then we feel like, how come this month I didn't see as many patients? How come I didn't do that many procedure? Is it clearly everyone need help out there, especially in my field? How could people are not coming? Right. Then you start doubting yourself. Is that me that they don't want to come see? What is it? Right. And then it becomes a conflict with even you have family and patient coming to me, what are we attracting in our appreciation for just being healing, just being right. in the place of when they have no other option, that's why they're coming to us versus, wow, everyone is just being demanding, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely of if I'm worthy, if I able to receive, now I don't know anybody else, 
out there. One of the favorite book I like is The Go Giver, and um, by Bob Berg. And the very last law of the five major law of success, he talks about the law of receptivity. And oh. if you think about the psychology part of it, it actually back us up because there are people who are the extreme of. I'm not worthy, as what yeah. Terry talked about. I'm yeah. not worthy. So if you're trying to help me, what do I have to pay back? What do you really want from me? Right? Like, oh my gosh, no, no, don't don't even lift my grocery. No, it's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, are you trying to rob me? Like people start getting into the negativity of what this helping can, this opportunity mean for them, right? right. And that doesn't have to be just like a small thing as a grocery shopping. It can be any life business relationship. If someone coming into your life, the automatically defensive system is no, then of course, any amazing things will pass by us. And then you have the other extreme. I'm so good. I can figure everything out. Why, why do I need you? Exactly. Well, if I delegate it, if I to you, how long would that take? And would you even do it as good as me? Yes. But you know exactly. what, but what's interesting on both of those ends of the spectrum, people are in lack. That's what people don't get. There are a lot of instances when we feel that we don't deserve it, even when we are deserving more than enough. We have been making up for these quote unquote shortcomings by working harder and overachieving. By the end, we play catch up in the constant struggle to prove ourselves. It becomes so stressful that we start sending out negative vibrations. This is why it's important to tap into our subconsciousness and understand what vibrations it releases. We can then change this mindset by embracing the truth and doing what we love. If you're enjoying our discussion, Please share this episode with friends and colleagues who also like this episode. They will appreciate you for thinking of their growth. Now, let's get back to the rest of our show. I was married to a man before he passed away. We were married for 17 years. I'm now married to another man for 13. But Steve, my late husband, he was a big garment manufacturer. I mean, he made clothing for Dillard's and Macy's and all these major, major companies. But even though he looked like he had the Midas touch on everything and he would bring home literally a million dollars a year after tax. He always had a thousand dollars of cash in his pocket, but he held on so tight. It was always this churning and this emotion. I mean, I finally realized one day I'm his, uh, I'm like his emotional roller coaster sounding board. Cause he'd say, Oh, we just lost this deal. <laughs> and he'd hang up. And then an hour later, Oh, we just got this deal. And I'd be like, and, you know, at first I was going with him like this. And then I finally realized, okay, stays in. <laughs> I can I can hear this, right? But you would have thought that he felt a real high worthiness quotient, right? You would have thought that he felt like, okay, I'm trusting that the universe is going to show up for me, that God's going to show up for me, whatever you want to call it. I'm trusting that I am enough and that, that I don't have to be on this emotional roller coaster that I can, I can allow things to leave and, and know that something beautiful is going to come in and I can receive it. But he was not there. He right. was not there. 
And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, right? People who are that innovative mind, they want to have their own thing. So especially the healthpreneurs, right? The people who uh, don't want to just stuck in clinical practice and they want to have their own entity of how they want to treat patient or develop this new solution, anti-aging, nutrition, supplement, all that stuff, right? Yeah, everything. It's like, oh my gosh, you are amazing already. And then you're trying to put all this out. Great. But when we're in that state, people actually want security, but they're seeking bigger things. So that's the internal conflicts. Mm -hmm. And when I ask people, so what do you actually want? Do you want freedom? Because when freedom is not you anchor, if you want anchor, that means you go back to a big hospital, big organization, work for them. That's security. That's anchor. And if you're actually telling yourself you want freedom, you want flexibility, then you can't expect money will come every two weeks (laughs) on the same day, the same amount. That actually means money will always just come to you. You are abundant. And then some days that might be a 10K, 20K deal, but sometimes then you only have a few patients there or few buyers for your purchase. And that is reality of being flexible, but we're struggling in being clear on exactly what we want. Right. And what people don't understand is that when you love yourself and you're following your heart and you're standing in your truth, instead of thinking, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. I got to make the big bucks or whatever. When you stand in your truth, you move into that high worthiness quotient, you move into a high vibration. And so now you're going to attract things to you that feel loving and nurturing and supportive. So we get in our egos and think, well, I have to do it this way. I have to do it that way. And what we're doing is we're keeping ourselves on that perpetual hamster wheel. We have to make a commitment to know I've got to love myself. I've got to figure out what is my truth. Because you were talking about, you know, like making a decision. What is your truth? You can have freedom and still be working for someone else. It's a mindset. Okay. It is a mindset that you can say, okay, well, I want a job that I'm working in a clinic but yet they, they allow me to get days off so I can go take my kids to school, you know, and, or do things that, you know, you can manifest this. And the key to manifesting it is that you've got to get really clear on what you want. And then you've got to look at, do I have beliefs that are keeping me from having that? And that's when you do the subconscious work. That's when you go within and you say, okay, where do I have doubt? Where do I have doubt that I can't have this? What is the belief? Because I can tell you, whatever is in your heart, that you're trying to create that you, and it's coming from a space of this makes me feel joyful, not, Oh, this is what's going to make me so much money. Cause that's never the key. Right. But it's what's going to make me joyful. What's going to make me feel passionate. What's going to make me feel alive and, and free to be me. When you make that decision and you get really clear on it, it can be anything. It can be anything, but you've got to get in touch with yourself and get into that subconscious mind. And the best way to do this, the best way to do it is to pay attention to how you react to your outer world. Am I shutting myself down? Am I following my heart? If I feel angry, if I feel resentful, if I feel stressed to the hilt, then I have to ask myself, what belief am I running on that is causing my pain and suffering? Because if it's causing you pain and suffering, it's not the truth. That's what exactly. most people don't get. 
That's what most people don't get. They're like, oh, well, this is the way it is. No, if it's causing you pain and suffering, it's not the truth. Right, and many people also argue about that. Well, life is hard. We just have to work hard. We just have to grind it out. But we don't. I hate have that to. belief system. <laughs> yeah, it's still that's your belief system. That's not reality. It's what you haven't figured out on the easier way. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's just something you tell yourself that when you're on vacation. You are a business owner. You run a practice. You create big revenues. People rely on you. You have to think for them. Not just the belief system you have on yourself. Instead of you're worthy, and you create a system to run on itself because everyone is self-efficient. Mm-hmm. They are great people. You trust your judgment to hire them on board. Absolutely, they are there. For you to create synergy, you don't have to micromanage people. And even we don't think we're micromanage. If your brain is constantly thinking about the next deal, the next other solving problem in your practice, in your revenue, then you already trapped yourself. And now you allow yourself to be present to create mm-hmm. the harmony that you want it. Because if vacation doesn't mean vacation, you're still thinking about work. Then what's <laughs> the point of getting away? Well, you know, I think what people have to understand is: Are you going to choose poverty consciousness or prosperity consciousness? Okay, this is huge. So, when you are in poverty consciousness, you're obviously in lack, and you're at a low worthiness quotient, and that's when you're doing things that you think you should be doing, or you're feeling like you can't trust other people, like you're talking about. Prosperity consciousness is when you're choosing to move into alignment with the way you were created. You're at a high worthiness quotient, and now you're prospering. I'll give you a little example of how this worked for my husband. We have a coffee company called Jump and Goat Coffee here in Helen, Georgia. So we had this little store first to start with, okay? And my husband was, you know, building and and going out after wholesale business, and it was really doing well. But I had him listen to a meditation on poverty consciousness versus prosperity consciousness. And when he finished listening to it, he says, "I'm in poverty consciousness." And I said, "Really?" And I said, in what way? And he goes, I want wholesale business. I love wholesale business, but I'm tired of being on the road for wholesale business. And I said, well, then there's your clue. You got to stop. Well, let me tell you what happened. He stopped. Like he quit going after wholesale business. Wholesale business started flooding in because he was loving himself. He was in alignment and he was saying, I want wholesale business. I just don't want to be on the road. And he got so in alignment and it was so cool because his, his deepest desire was to always create something that people could come and have an experience. Well, because he opened up space and he wasn't on the road anymore, all of a sudden, just a few miles down the road, a property, seven and a half acres at the base of this big mountain came up for sale. And he said, I know this can be our destination spot. Well, we ended up, he got real clear on what he wanted to you know, do as far as money-wise and, and how we were going to do the deal. We, we talked about it a lot. We ended up getting the deal. We opened... Three years ago, I guess it's been three years ago, we've been named, it's called Jumping Up Coffee Roasters and Tasting Room. We do wine tasting and mead and all this stuff. We just got named one of the five top coffee houses in the state of Georgia and as a destination place. Now, is that not cool? Now, is that yes. not cool? Yes. And so, you know, now what I'm seeing right now is because we're growing so fast. 
he's kind of getting back on that hamster wheel. And I keep trying to reel him in going, come on, baby, you don't have to do it this way. You know, you know, you're going back into poverty consciousness because you're getting so crazed and you're not trusting. I mean, right now we're building like this huge pavilion and doing all this stuff. And I mean, he's just like, "Ah!" and I'm seeing him kind of going between prosperity. He's choosing to expand and grow, but poverty consciousness, because he's not trusting that it's going to be okay, that it's going to unfold as it needs to unfold. So it's interesting to watch, but but recognizing that every time he makes a choice to love himself, oh my gosh, the miracles. Every time he says, I have an idea and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I can see steam coming out of your ears, you know, because that's the kind of entrepreneur he is, right? And so the biggest thing for him is learning to just take steps. You know, it's like just because you get the hit right now doesn't mean you have to go do 100% with this. It can it can unfold. You know, it's about trusting and allowing things to unfold. So that's so much fun to watch, though, is to watch entrepreneurs that I've worked with over the years to see, okay, are you choosing love? Like my late husband, Steve, I same thing. You know, he had this big garment company. Well, he ended up stepping away from it, but he didn't know what he wanted to do next. And I one day was at the library, got this tape. It was a Deepak Chopra tape. I didn't follow Deepak Chopra. I felt this nudge to bring it home. Now, this is the VHS tape. This is how long ago this was. This was in the 90s. So I bring it home to him. Or I bring it home and I start look, watching. I'm like, this isn't for me. This is for Steve. So I said, you're supposed to watch this. And he started watching it. Within minutes, he's sobbing. And he said, I don't want to be an achiever anymore. I want to be a seeker. I want to let everything go. Well, as soon as he made that decision... Our house sold at top dollar without ever going on the market. Some people heard we were thinking about moving. They called us and said, we want your home. I mean, it was like miracle, 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 miracle. Well, he took a year and a half off to find himself and said, what do I, what's, what's right for me? And he came back to me and says, I want to do something bigger than myself. I want to do something for God and the planet. Well, next thing you know, I don't know if you know who Neil Donald Walsh is. He wrote Conversations with God. His daughter and this other guy shows up, showed up on my husband's doorstep. I don't know how they found him and said, we have an idea for a company and you're the man to create it. And that was ConsciousOne.com. Now, ConsciousOne was one of the fastest growing internet websites back in the early 2000s, 90s and early 2000s. When Steve died, the company kind of fell apart because it, it wasn't working anymore. But it was so cool to see him choose prosperity consciousness to raise his worthiness quotient and say, I am choosing to love myself. I set my intention that I want to do something bigger than myself and then to allow that amazing abundance show to show up. And he was serving humanity. Exactly. And I think that story really brought down to when we're chasing so much, we're just running forward, we're hustling, Mm -hmm. we try to adapt, we're constantly changing. Instead of allowing ourselves to say, I'm worthy, things will happen into the best of my benefit. And when I'm fighting so hard, I actually stop myself from receiving, from seeing opportunities, from letting people in, from letting opportunity in, from Mm -hmm. just being able to enjoy the process instead of fighting against something. You don't need to predict everything that happens around you. Things will adapt to who you are. It's not the other way around, wherein you need to adjust to your surroundings. It will be easier for you to fit into the environment because you allow things to unfold. Don't fix what cannot be changed. Moreover, 
The energy that you have created for yourself will move you to your high worthiness quotient. This, in turn, will start attracting positive things and vibrations. To realize your worthiness, you need to learn to receive these positive things that are meant for you. If we're constantly in the push state and we're not able to have room to pull right. in anything, right? It's hard. Right. So instead of push, 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 what can we do to stop ourselves? Let us settle and then let you actually go back to. I don't have to choose the hard thing. I can choose the things that I'm really good at, right? Michael Hyatt was saying, "You truly want freedom. You have to know what you actually passionate and proficiency in. You have to be both, and everything else can be systemized, eliminated, or delegated, right. right? Like we don't have to be in the constant fighting state. So that being said, this show is all about creating harmony. It's about yes, we can be amazing at all the things that we want to do, go for it. But there's always a way that we cannot lose ourselves and still have everything. Else in our life because they're intertwined. So I do ask our feature speakers. We know you're the expert, right? We've been talking about this for the past twenty minutes, and we have so much more to share about this. Topic. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot we could talk about. <laughs> right, uh, and then at the same time, life is not just that one part and two parts. It's about everything. So Terry, when you took your whole life assessment. Anything that popped out when you saw the result? Anything that you feel like, oh yeah, I'm on the right path, but I can always adapt. You know, it was interesting because it's been a while since I took that assessment when we, you and I, got together and started talking about this. And I had actually forgotten about it. And then when you showed it to me earlier on, one of the things that I recognized is because I had some whole old health issues myself. I had Chiari malformation, and I was guided to Spain. I had a cutting edge surgery, but I. I've had issues with my disc in my back, my and some just lingering things that have happened over the years. And so one of the things that I really struggled with was my fitness level and my health. You know, I mean, I was taking walks, but I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be really, really strong. And so it was interesting. Over the last couple of months, I set an intention that I wanted someone to take me by the hand like a child, and. Take me step by step, and I live in a small community, so there are not many options. Okay, if I was still living in Florida or where I used to live in Los Angeles, there would be tons, right? But there was not a whole lot here in the mountains of Georgia. So you know, I'm sitting there setting an intention of I really am ready, and I'm just like, thank you, just show me who I can work with. And I've been in Florida uh, seeing my kids, and I saw my daughter's trainers. I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so healthy and so strong and vibrant. I want that. And I'm turning 60 this year. So I really wanted, you know, to like 60. Yeah, I'm doing that. Right. So I come home and I get on Facebook. I'm just looking at Facebook. And all of a sudden, I see this video of this company here locally. And the guy, he tried to open up right at when the pandemic opened, and then they shut down. Then he was doing stuff out of his home, but now he's got this building that he's doing these these workouts, and it's like TRX, I think is what it's called. But it's 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 a really cool workout. It's not the typical weights and stuff. So I went and met with him, and I said, "This is what I need. I need somebody to take me by the hand. We've got to get my my body strengthened. I'm hypermobile. I I mean, I can just turn my head, and my neck goes out of whack. So he is doing that, and I've been doing it for two months." I love it. I get up three days a week and go at 7.15 in the morning 
I'm loving every minute of it. I've had a few times where my back would go crazy, but I'm like, nope, this is not stopping me down. So that has been probably the biggest shift for me is to to say yes to that and to manifest that person to show up, right? I was really ready to receive it. Yes, and all the opportunity that you see, right? Like you see someone can definitely hold your hands and you need that and someone just appears. And even we are in those moments of, we know it's not sometimes magical. Facebook does track our activities. For some maybe reason, you did click on something that's a fitness or health related. And by geographical location, it appears to you. And then you are the one who's feeling I am worthy to receive. Doesn't matter if I'm not so clear on this area, I can leverage on other people's expertise and their specialty in how they can help me. You took that step. Amazing. To summarize, It all comes down to your mindset to accept that you are enough. You don't need to prove yourself in a relationship, at work, or to anybody else. Notice when you are pushing yourself and you have to change that. If you keep doubting yourself, you will have a hard time receiving things that you deserve. You can shift to a positive mindset by loving and nurturing yourself. You need to stop worrying about things happening around you because you might consider that you don't have enough resources to finish them or even qualified for those. Instead, trust yourself and allow things to unfold. Follow your heart and be clear on what you want. In return, you will absorb positive vibrations that will attract amazing things to you. And I know you have a gift for all our audience. It's a quiz to find your worthiness quotient. So where can they find that? So just go to cherrybritt.com forward slash quiz. So it's T-E-R-R-I-B-R-I-T-T.com forward slash quiz. And what this is, is going to take you through some questions. It's going to take about three or four minutes, but it, it really helps you see what is your outer world showing you about yourself? And we're going to break it down into money and relationships, intimate relationships, all kinds of things that you're going to be able to break down and say, this is where I've owned my worth and this is where I have it. And then I'm going to give you some tips and tools on how to begin shifting it. Amazing. I know. I'm definitely going to uh, check it. I <laughs> like uh, we're, we're so much in performance. Like, yes, please let me know. Right. <laughs> You're going to see a crown. And the reason I say that is because the night I won Miss USA, remember how I was telling you that I couldn't really receive it is that I, I won the crown, but I didn't claim it. I didn't claim that I was worthy. And that's why all that stuff happened with my money going away and, you know, and almost giving the crown back. So it's really about, have you claimed your divinity? Have you claimed that you are enough and that you are this beautiful energy that is light and love? And if you haven't, then it's time you did. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time being here. I know everyone learned so much about uh, you, about worthiness. And for anybody, go to Terry's website, check it out, see where you are in your worthiness quotient. And until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Asar, if you're like me who just want to get to the bottom, find out what's going on in your practice, then I invite you to book a complimentary diagnostic consultation call with me. 
you can check my availability at sabrinarompak.com forward slash blueprint to find a time that works best for you. This is especially beneficial for you if you have an established practice, but now feeling drained or unable to live up to your full potential. She really gets the conversation. She understands. She's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness and she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in, in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. Take an opportunity to meet with and talk with Sabrina. She's just a wealth of information and powerful results. And it, it, for myself, just to be able to reflect and see what she's created by her forms and processes is amazing. I can't uh, emphasize enough, it's time well spent and uh, money well invested. And so take the time, invest in yourself. My experience is really, really unique. Everything I've learned and she's taught has been applied at different levels and portions of my life. And I feel like I can continue to um, grow and develop these skills in the future. So I was able to do the one-on-ones as well as the group sessions with Sabrina and both had some really impactful things to teach me. There were a lot of things in there. I look at the chart of the desire zone because I was taking on too many things. I was doing too many things outside of my desire zone and that allowed me to hone things back into the direction where they should be. What were some other things that we, our first call that we ever had, there was a quote that you made, you gave me from the Dalai Lama. And these are simple things I did, but it was by gratitude and it hit me at that time because I'd forgotten to be grateful about what has been built. You know, everybody around me that sees what we're doing or you know, sees what I'm doing here, my peers and colleagues, and they're very grateful for what I've been doing. They're like, oh, this is great. You know, we'd love to be in the position that I'm in, and I forget that, but I forgot it. Don't you agree? If you don't allow a pair of unbiased eyes to take a look, you will never know what you don't know. This is your chance to gain back 10 hours per week, generate at least an extra 10,000 per month, and be a peak-performing healthcare leader again.